hit play. <laughs> this is just chirping. <laughs> is that the intro? Yeah. That was All the right. Intro. So now I'll get to the sponsors. Freaking go! Oh, thank you to our sponsors, uh, Piranis Hockey World, the play store for the hockey player. On your game pro shop, skate detailing, tape and accessories, skates pro shop, skate sticks, pucks, and more. And finally, True Edge Skate Sharpening and Detailing. Thank you to our sponsors and to our listeners. Please check out these local businesses. Nicely done. What's up, fellas? What's going on? We're Even. playing a man down. We got a health bomb. Jay's uh, taking the, the night off, so we brought in the enemy. We did. I'd like to introduce Kurt Romero, the Italian stallion, to the show. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Welcome. I, I feel like we just lost three of our five listeners. <laughs> <laughs> That's because we brought the zebra in. That's right. Uh, how you doing, Kurt? Good, good. How are you guys tonight? Not too bad. You know that we do a kind of a little what's what at the beginning of the show. What did you have going on this last weekend? Oh, geez. Well, hockey season's pretty much over. So uh, watch a little playoff hockey. Watch a little the end, the end of the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs. And aside from that, it's uh, the dull days of summer. It's just work, work, work. I hear you there. It's honest. You didn't do anything fun, nothing enjoyable. Uh, I did a little kayaking uh, the last couple of weeks. Uh, my girlfriend likes to get out on the river and she can drag me out there when I get to take the fishing pole with me. And that's fair. And what river you guys go down? Uh, Thorn apple. Oh, nice. Yeah, Beautiful. We, we do that little stretch from 84th street down to yeah, 68. You, you don't want to go in before 84th street. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Why? Why? There's a bridge <laughs> oh. or a dam there. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, damn it. <laughs> tell you two weeks ago, we got all that rain though. That, the water was high. I, I bet you would have gone over the dam. Yeah. It usually takes us about, yeah, three hours to meander down the river, and it took about an hour and 20 minutes. There's some actually Dang. good fish in there, too. We used to fish yeah. that when we were kids. Yeah, we catch bass in there. I catch a lot of pike in there. Get the occasional walleye. Not yeah. very often. Walleye. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I love walleye. <laughs> I don't know why, but I always do. Anything new with you, Chris? <laughs> not a whole lot uh <laughs> did you stop and go shopping play golf i don't know <laughs> no not this past weekend um i had a pretty low-key weekend but i went on a walking tour yesterday of the neighborhood here of creston wow. my mom uh worked some angles and was able to get me in on the senior center's tour of um the creston neighborhood over here so <laughs> went around with a bunch of um geriatric beauties golden aged women <laughs> who are all probably 35 to 40 years my senior um <laughs> you silver fox you yeah. hanging out with the blue hairs I, I, I shouldn't have i didn't trim the beard down so it was a little more gray yesterday trying to fit in there but i didn't know this but right down the road from my house here at plainfield and leonard was the first train station in grand rapids Oh, I didn't even know Is that. that yeah. right? I thought it would have been a lot closer to downtown, but it was out here in the boonies, and that was 1848, I believe, or 58. I don't know, mid-1800s. Wow. Wow. So There's your little factoid. Yeah, yeah write that down next time you're on Jeopardy. Yep. And then one other thing that I thought was kind of interesting, the owner back in like the late 1800s or early 1900s, um, the wife of the owner of the local trolley company in town 
wanted a route put in um, that stopped by her house to pick her up and take her to Country Club, which is, you know, down Plainfield a little bit. The route had to go down Carrier Street, which I don't, I didn't know where that was at, but the um, trolley actually ran off the tracks and crossed Plainfield and demolished the building um, that used to be next to Graydon's Crossing. Wow. wow. So next time you're at Graydon's Crossing, if you look across the street and up that hill, that's uh, Carrier Street I'll where that trolley came down. for 800, Trebek. <laughs> <laughs> Double jeopardy. Oh, man. So, that's, yeah. That's kind of... Now, one last question about your, your walking tour. Yes. Skechers or Dr. Scholl's? Ooh, good question. I had my New Balances, <laughs> which I think are cool and hip, but uh, apparently they're not. So, Brand new ones right out of the box. <laughs> All right, B, what do you got going on? You know on? what? I kind of had, had a low-key weekend, except for I did get the big call up to go down to Kalamazoo and play hockey uh, at West Wing with Billy and the boys, and Ray, Billy. Marcel, and uh, Cody, and uh, Pat Wooler, uh, Woolley. Uh, great time, great group of guys. Got to wear my uh, book hockey jerseys. Oh no! Oh my gosh! What a great, what oh, a great those time! Those are dandy. Yes, it was a lot of fun. They, they, I guess this guy, I don't, I didn't really know everybody in the locker room, but they had this guy. Hasn't scored in a few weeks, and he's supposed to be like in quotes their stud. And so this guy walks in the locker room. And he's just got this shit-eating grin on him. Walks up to this dude. His name's Justin. I don't know his last name. And he hands him a bottle of champagne. He says, you only get this if you score tonight. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) The pressure was on. He was sweating before he got to the ice. (laughs) Lord almighty. No, I had a real good time. It was uh, seriously, it was a, it was nice to skate with a bunch of people I'd never, A, get a chance to skate with before and appreciated the invite and just had a lot of fun. Had a few pops, went out to dinner and got some wings and. Really cool group. It was Sweet. a lot of fun. Sounds like a good one. How about did you? That, oh, God. Did that guy get the bottle of champagne? Yeah, you know what? I'm not going to lie. Backhand saucy from Ooh. yours truly. Set him up for the first one of the game, and he, he goes, we ain't going for a line change. I got to get another one, and he did. Oh, no. So he got two on the, <laughs> two on the opening shift. And and, uh, and you got an apple out of the deal? I got an apple out of the deal. Uh, got in the locker room a little late, and they already popped his cork. You oh, know? man. And I was like, I, wait a minute. I bet I, I, bet I mm. You should have popped the cork. For I should have popped. I did pop his cherry. What cherry cork? Either way, it's interchangeable. <laughs> what you had going on this weekend? So uh, this weekend, I played in my first um, like four man golf scramble outing tournament kind of thing. So did anybody play your balls? Uh, I we did play a couple of my balls. Yeah, yeah. The putting was on. Was it? Yeah, yeah. But we had a Canadian left handed stick, so mm. he kept us under par, which was good. Uh, we saw Dodgy's dad there. Really? Uh, Dodgy had a team in there, but they were a no-show. Really? That's yeah. surprising. Wait, it was on Sunday? This was on Saturday. Oh. <laughs> yep. So we golfed the falls, and they donated uh, north of $2,000 to um, Helen DeVos Children's Hospital out of the okay. deal. So a, a little pricey for everybody participating, but a uh, good charity. And um, it was a shotgun start. We actually started off with... Uh, my cousins, uh, Jay, Brian, and Cody, and okay. then um, a buddy of my, a mutual friend of all okay. of ours, uh, TJ, uh, and then my group was my brother-in-law and a couple of How'd friends. How'd you guys end up? What place? So we, uh, we, we were maybe third from the bottom, um, but the, what took it was uh, 19 under. Oh, wow. Yeah, 19 under took it, and Cheaters. then second place was uh, yeah. Dodgy's dad and his group, and I think they were 16 under. Really? So some... 
some pretty good Where, golfers. What, what, I, I missed it. What golf course was this? It's at? the Falls at Barber Creek, and that's uh, in Sparta. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah, real, real pretty golf course. I mean, it was top notch. I'd say probably a step down from Thousand Oaks, in my opinion. Okay. And uh, it's a public course, and Thousand Oaks is private, so you kind of got that separation there. But you yeah, it was a good time. Right? I had a blast. Yep. So golf Friday afternoon. With Did you the win kids. a grill? What's that? Did you win a grill? I didn't win anything. Oh, well, not but, a third to last. Right. <laughs> but they feed you. They came out with a pile of corn and a, a good-sized... Uh, well, I got hot dogs. Yeah. I ate four freaking hot dogs. They were delicious. That explains why that shirt's so and, tight on you. Right, and that cart, <laughs> that cart, the beverage cart lady was just... <laughs> Handing out corn to the kids. They, yeah, they gave corn a pile of corn. I think it was mashed potatoes, or it could have been potato salad. I'm not sure. And a, <laughs> a monster, a monster pulled pork sandwich and some chips and cookies. Nice, nice. So, yeah, they put out a good spread. It was a good time. I look forward to uh, doing it again um, later this season or next season. So yeah, that's make, what I got. You know what? Make sure you don't call me. I won't. All right, I you won't. know, me and golf. Why yeah. would he start now? I know. That's true. <laughs> I haven't called you yet this summer. <laughs> called me lots of things. <laughs> what um, do we want to jump into? You know, uh, I'm not, I, I, I am going to cut you off. Go ahead. Because you know Chris has something. He has something that he, <laughs> he kind of hinted at it last week, and I guess he's got some more things on it. But uh, I kind of want to do this uh, Tiger King. Yeah, we're going to uh, go through a little time warp here. Uh, <laughs> you thought he was gone, but apparently not. Um, this was came out last week. There was a press release that um, he is looking at doing, uh, what does he call it? The Bachelor King. So he thinks he's going to be getting out of prison here anytime uh, soon. Not if that freaking Carol Baskins has anything to say about it. You know, if you submit your application, you can get an F. Carol Baskins letter from Joe Exotic. I want to know if Carol Baskins Kurt, is going to be one of the bachelors. Do you know anything about the Tiger King? Yeah, yes. I oh, did. did you watch it last year? No, I didn't. Oh. You totally missed it. Yes. <laughs> Somehow I don't think I missed it. Such much. a highlight. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, yes, I'm binging this. But yes, he um, is looking at doing, uh, I don't know where it's going to get picked up at, but he's trying to do kind of like a bachelor style um, show or whatever. So if you get picked, uh, they're looking for, I think, three people that they're going to pick and you win a three night, four day vacation with uh, Joe Exotic to see if you could be his new husband once he it's divorced from his current one or whatever. Hell, I'm in. Yeah, I'm, I'm in. Let's go. Let's start asking some of these questions. I want to feel, see how, what I, let's see how I'm feeling inside here. All right. So I'll just go through the simple ones here quick, and then we'll get your answers on the fun ones. So this is what he, this is all you need to fill out. Um, and it's on Joe Exotic usa.com not a sponsor yet yeah not a sponsor yet (laughs) use promo code just chirping that's a just chirping 20 percent off promo code (laughs) all right you got to submit your full name email phone um are you out i guess a valid question for that weight height eye color hair color waist size shoe size date of birth where do you live and then these are some of the other questions. So, Brent, we'll go first to you on what your favorite movie is. I don't know why I'm sweating so much. <laughs> Unreal. I, I am going to say favorite movie that I could watch anytime. 
probably not going to be on the top of Joe's list, but it is on the top of mine. I am a fan of Fight Club. All Great right. Choice. Stephen? Um, my, I think the my movie would be Rudy. Oh, good one. You might get some cuddle time with that Yeah. One. <laughs> <laughs> Kurt? Well, I guess... Uh... We we were talking about it before the show started, and I guess I got to go with Slapshot. Good call, in a classic. Yeah, that, that's a close second for me. Chris, you gonna answer any of these? Uh, I would probably say either, uh, probably old school. Oh yeah, I would go another with that. good one. So, yep. Yeah, all good picks. I just watched that last night. <laughs> Easy, Frank. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> all right. Name your three favorite restaurants. Uh, Kurt, we'll start with you. Oh, oh, three favorite how, restaurants. How can you pick? Uh, I like them all. Stefan, so, please no chains. Wow. Uh, <laughs> no chains? Is no, that, you can. I guess uh, I'll throw BW threes in there because I could eat there anytime. Um, I mean, we're taking fat, fancy restaurants out of the equation here. Yeah, this is Joe Exotic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Red Robin. <laughs> Best burgers Yum. ever, I think. <laughs> Not a sponsor yet. Yeah. I think that's copyrighted, too. Way to go. Oops. And um, Oh, my goodness. There are so many restaurants that, like, I mean, I like food, period. So, um, Lord, Ooh, I feel that. You McDonald's, can't name Wendy's, three. Burger yeah. King, no, Taco Bell no. is an afternoon. Hell no, hell no. <laughs> nothing, nothing fast food. Nothing fast food. I, you know what? I, I do have a favorite. It's not really a restaurant, though. It's takeout only, and that's Mr. Euro's up on Alpine. Okay. If you like Greek food, that that guy's food is the bomb. Really? Authentic Greek food. Ugh. We've got to talk to this guy about a sponsorship. Write that down. Right? <laughs> no, I am right now. I'm jotting that down. Uh, Brent, you know what? What would your three restaurants be? Number one, Mikado Sushi. Is that where you ate today? Yeah, that's where I went today. Yeah, that today. I totally missed on the sushi. Oh, shoot. You know, I do like, because it is a little bit different, Res Lounge off Plainfield. Yeah. A little bar food there. And the next one that I really enjoyed in the past, I haven't been there in a while, is the Corner Bar in Rockford. Yeah. Candied bacon at the Res Lounge. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Stefan, where are you taking Mr. King? Oh, <laughs> small little <laughs> hole in the wall called Coney Island on uh, Division, just south of 44th Street. Okay. Um, and then after that, we're going to go head back up to my stopping grounds and stop by Taco Boy. Mm-hmm. And then for the nightcap, I'm going to take him over to Red's at Thousand Oaks. There you go. Filet mignon. <laughs> bachelor number four <laughs> what do you got chris where are we going uh, i want to win this so it's going to be olive garden oh. applebee's <laughs> and denny's no chains <laughs> yeah, no chains at all <laughs> what now i'm hungry all right. Uh, apparently, there's a spelling error on this question form. So, were would you like to live in the U.S.? Well, they're from the South. Were so. <laughs> would you like to live in the Oklahoma? US? I believe actually. Yeah, that's where. They, Was uh, it Oklahoma? Yeah. yeah. Why am I thinking? Well, I guess he's I in Tennessee, know. though, isn't he currently? I don't know. <laughs> he's never written me back. So, <laughs> who was in in Florida? That was Carol Baskin. Ah. 
Damn it. Yep. Uh, I, you know what? I'm happy right here in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I got to go with UB. I can't think of a better place to live. Nope. I'm not. I'm not. Hey, Joe. I'm not. I'm not moving for you, buddy. You're gonna have to come to me. <laughs> oh, he's coming, all right. <laughs> all right, Romero. What do you think? Kurt's taking him to Canada. No, 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 no. That's not. No, not true. No way. Eh? Um, what you guys don't know is, is I worked a job for 15 years where I did a ton of traveling. So I've been. I mean, I've spent extended amount of time in 43 different states, and I used to say that number one on my list was Washington. Until all state the, or DC, the state. Okay, the state. Oh hell no, not DC. No, nothing on the East Coast. Um, the state, except for with all the BS that's been going on recently. Um, I don't. Stone Temple Pilots fell apart. Yeah, I get it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're not gonna get political here. It's all Eddie Vedder's fault. It's Eddie Vedder's yeah. fault. I will not move to Seattle for that. <laughs> yeah. My number two was always South Carolina. But I, but I that's tell, on the East Coast, right? Yeah, not, <laughs> not that kind of East yeah, Coast. Exactly. You want lower East Coast, not but, Northern East Coast, right? But gotcha. I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of agree with both of you here because I I've told this to people over and over, and many of them don't understand that are from here. Like we don't know how good we have it until you get around to other places yeah. in the United States. The people, the way they are, the the different things you can do, the seasons. I mean, most people don't understand any of that yeah. around the United States. You can have two seasons yeah. before noon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we got we it pretty good here in Michigan, so I, I, yeah. I'm okay here. I agree. What Chris? do you think, Chris? Columbus, Ohio. Oh, jeez. Oh, Watered down chili. You're going to uh, come visit me this time, Stefan, when I move there with Joe? Never. <laughs> Just kidding. Spent two years there. That was enough. Couldn't wait to get back to Grand Rapids. But if I could live anywhere in the u.s i'd probably want to i want to live in the south um and i really liked savannah georgia when i visited so i would mm. probably throw savannah out there that's a good choice that is a good choice i hear it's very nice down there but i don't like to travel no no nope. not doing it Sorry, um Jim. next question do you like animals <laughs> yeah <laughs> who doesn't yeah we're all eat. we can't hear you now. Yeah. <laughs> it's only audio. Okay. Sorry, we don't have a video. Yeah, I got you. Right. <laughs> I, I thought there was more to the question coming. Nope, it's just. Well, it's not, yeah. I, like animals. I was kind of waiting. I was like, yeah. It's that simple. Do you like animals? Yes, I like animals. Of course, <laughs> they taste great. I mean, yeah. I kind of like to look at them, but like other people's dogs and stuff, I'm not a huge. Eh. They're all right. What but. about kitty cats? Do you like kitty cats you or not? I like kitty cats. Joel. How big of cats are we talking? Not Tigers. big cats, just like your average He's domestic house King. cat. <laughs> True. Um, uh, you know, a tiger cub I could probably handle, which is about the size of a house cat. So, you know, that's fine. Oh, I would so. love a tiger cub. That would be so cool. Just And then you'd have to let it free when it got yeah. too big, you know. When I was a kid, I always wanted a black jaguar. I thought that'd be cool, that'd be cool. as hell. Mm-hmm. Were so you watching quick, a lot of uh, Jungle Book? Or? No, no. Okay. It's just, you know, like the the big cats were always cool, but I mean, Jaguars. It's, it's just, just those eyes all green. Yeah, and just, green and jet black. Yep, I can feel that. So quick sidebar on that. Uh, back in my youth, I dabbled in magic. Like I would do kids' like birthday parties David and stuff. Copperfield shit. Oh well, I wanted Not to quite get that, that big. Great. No, I had a dove. That was his, you know, Gus. <laughs> his magical. Yes, Gus. <laughs> Gus the dove. Why do you have a dove, Chris? It's for my magic shows. Oh, okay. yeah, I could turn my gloves into Gus. 
Really? Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I did. I wanted a tiger. You know, I wanted to get into the big time stuff. I'm probably Siegfried like Siegfried and Roy over here. <laughs> <laughs> We're Siegfried. Oh, no. <laughs> it's in the Tiger's Valley. <laughs> I was probably around 11 or 12 here. So I started looking around and they're like, oh, you have to have a license for this. So I got out the white pages and looked up um, Kent County Animal Control. Gave him a ring and asked him if I could uh, have a tiger. How and old were like, you again? I'm sorry. Like 11 or something. This is perfect. <laughs> so I was like, they're like, no. And I was like, all right. Waited a couple hours. And I'm like, that person doesn't know what they're talking about. So I called back. The lady's like, oh, hold on one second. She gets back on the phone and she's like, were you the person who called, you know, a little while ago? And I was like, yeah. She goes, can we get your address? Uh, we'd like to send you out our rule book. I'm like, sure, that's fine. So I give him the address. I already see where this is going. 30 minutes later, there's a knock at the door. And as I'm walking through the kitchen to go to the back door where the knock was at, I see the animal control truck (laughs) in the driveway. And mind you, growing up, we were a little redneckish. So we had some dogs, but they were kept out in a kennel outside year round. So I thought they were coming to get the dogs. (laughs) So I quick run away and run, knock on the bathroom door and tell my dad that somebody's here. And I bolt upstairs. (laughs) And so I'm watching over the window. And I see the animal control guy there with like the big stick with the little noose thing on the end and stuff. He's going to get this tiger. <laughs> and out walks my dad and I can kind of see him. He's in a towel, um, shaving cream because he had just gotten home from work. And I see him kind of talking there and then they start laughing and then the guy leaves. And then I hear this, Chris, get down here. <laughs> he goes, why would they think you have a tiger? I don't know, Dad. I have no idea. So, yeah, that's as far as I've gotten involved with animals. So, as I found out, you can't have, sorry, Joe, we can't bring your tigers to Michigan. So, I we think y'all are out of the that. running now. All right, a couple simple questions here. Favorite color? Rapid. Brent? Gold, because it's so much better than yellow. Stefan? Mm. This is going to be weird, but my favorite color is black. That's not a color. Charcoal. That is a color. (laughs) Stealth gray. I'm going to go with red. I'm going to go with blue. Um, Favorite type of music? Kurt. Oh, geez. I'm a metalhead, so... I mean, I listen to everything, but... Nah, I'm a metalhead. Give me some five finger death punch. I take it you haven't listened to Joe Exotic's records, then have you? No. Hell yes. <laughs> no. Why? He's I, a country singer. Yeah. Oh. And Joe, I like country. I used to. I used to like country uh. until I got too pop. <laughs> no, I'm, no. Until you just told me that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, Stefan. I like country music. I you know I lean towards depending on what's going on. I do like. Like all music, uh, grew up a lot. I like old country. I like new. I do like the newer country, but I am a I'm a rocker. I mean, give me my Ozzy Osbourne. Fair enough. I'm going off the rail. Don't, uh, don't do that. Don't yeah, not. please. It's copyrighted. Don't. Can't, say, can't say too much. <laughs> not a sponsor do yet. Do you like the ocean? Yes, I do. No, I don't. Sharks, period. Dying. Yeah, hell, hell no. No, it's Shark Week, and I'm not even anywhere. I'm like, I look at the bathtub, and I think I'm going to get eaten. Nope. Nope. I'm out. Screw that. Yeah, Brent stole my answer there. I, I, 
I have a shark phobia. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I'm, uh, yeah. I'm, Let alone eels and jellyfish. Anything, you know, yeah. I don't want anybody to have to pee on me. Oh, that's a Do thing for it? some people. But yeah, I don't think I peed on you. I know I peed on somebody. Hmm. Oh, it was my cousin Joe. Never mind. Anyways, carry on. Shit happens. Stefan, <laughs> do you like to travel? No. <laughs> God no. You mean, you mean from the couch to the bathroom? I guess it's a necessity. Uh, Kurt. Oh yeah, I love to travel. I'm with you on that one. Yeah. Uh, take it or leave it on this side. I'm hoping that. Uh, yeah. As things start to get back to the new normal, that I start traveling again for work and stuff. So it'll be nice. Um, date night. What do we do? He's got some choices here. Ooh. Do you uh, go? Now. All of the above. <laughs> that is not one of the options. Oh. Oops. These are your options. <laughs> Surfing, parasailing, scuba diving, snorkeling, horseback riding, not never mind. Um, <laughs> concerts or romantic dinners. I, I, well, the first four encompass sharks. <laughs> oh, Jim. <laughs> so, so I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> For those reasons, yeah. I'm out. I'm probably going to go to a concert with you, Joe. <laughs> I'll go horseback riding with you, Joe. Yeah, that's where I, I was going to is horseback riding. Brennan, it looks like we're going to be concert buddies. <laughs> nice. He is looking for two. <laughs> Joe, you got to hook me up with VIP. I don't like to do the whole general admission crowd things anymore. I'm too old for that. He's highbrow. <laughs> yeah. Plus, I want a short line for the beer in the bathrooms. Truth. Um, are you okay being in front of the camera and in the spotlight? Hell yeah. I'm good with that. Look at all the stupid shit I do. Seriously. <laughs> I can do it. I'm, I don't really like it though. But you're so good at it sometimes. Only in small groups. Yeah, you do You do demand the spotlight if there's like less than six people. Yeah, anything more than that. And then... <laughs> how'd, how'd that go again? <laughs> One more time. <laughs> Kurt, how about you? I don't mind it. I, I, you know, it's kind of weird when I get in front of a group of people or I have to talk to people or do anything, present anything. I'm always nervous as hell. And in like 10 seconds into it, it's like, shh, it just goes away. Like, I have no problem. Like toddler peeing. Well, he yeah. co he commands yeah. an audience of probably 20 to 30 guys on the ice. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. I don't uh, know if that helps, but I mean. Yeah, no stage fright. Might no. as well. Chris doesn't like it. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of the spotlight. You want to get into that mic or do you want to talk in your oh, hand? Sorry. Charlie Brown teacher. <laughs> I, I can handle it. I don't really like it. Um, <laughs> as I'm sure Kurt noticed when he showed up here, I'm not one for small talk, especially if I don't know you. So, Brett, next time you invite somebody over, uh, try to make sure you get here before them. So I'm not awkwardly standing here like, so how long have you known Brett? I, I, was, I was close. I was about, what, five 
five minutes off. And that was five minutes of awkwardness. <laughs> I'm sorry, Kurt. He was, I went. he was standing in the backyard going, that fucker. What yeah, I was like, I'm watering I'm my yard. Water my plants. <laughs> yeah. Next time, Brent, if you're going to be here at 7.30, just tell our guests to be here at 7.45 so we can all be yeah, together to greet them. Yeah, or her. I totally screwed that up. Yeah, my you bad. did. Fix it. Hey, Jay, next time. Oh, never mind. <laughs> oh, there you are. How all many right. more questions we have here? Uh, final question here. Oh, um, answer as little over. or as much as you want. Well, Ooh. I guess it's a two-part. Mm. Um, what is your opinion of marriage and what does it mean to you? <laughs> <laughs> and explain to Joe why he would fall in love with you. <laughs> that's, a, that's a loaded question that's if I ever heard one. That's a loaded one. Uh, Beth, please shut off. The, uh, <laughs> Holy crap. Yeah, how are you going to answer this? Fast forward. <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, marriage, uh, uh, you know, that it works for some people and doesn't work for others. I really don't know how better else to answer that. You know, uh, I've had my experiences with it and, you know, uh, we'll, we'll see how where life takes us, I guess. Oh, <laughs> uh, and just leave it at that. Uh, what was the other, uh, explain to Joe why he would fall in love with you. Do you guys see this mullet I'm carrying? Right now? <laughs> Who wouldn't? <laughs> I've, I've got a mullet just ready for Joe to run his fingers through. <laughs> getting real game here. <laughs> Stefan, you're up for your turn. Oh, boy. Marriage. Yeah. That's a real motherfucker. <laughs> Jay might need to edit that one. <laughs> Danelle, shut the mic off. Uh, right. Oh, she doesn't listen. There's yeah, no way. Yeah, she's not listening. <laughs> yeah, make sure no. you're not listening. To no, this she's one not listening. Work. There's no way. Nope. <laughs> oh, man. Marriage is a commitment between two mortals and God, I guess the easiest way to put it, or uh, a contractual agreement between two people that really isn't necessary. Uh, love is love. And as go. far as what was the second part? I'm sorry. I have to ask again. You got nervous. See? Yeah. Um, explain to Joe why he would fall in love with you. Joe, we ain't going to make it. <laughs> You're not going to fall in love with me and I'm not going to fall in love with you. I'm as straight as an arrow. <laughs> he sees that you wearing that shirt. Yeah. He's going to fall. <laughs> <laughs> the, the closest thing I get to getting gay is taking showers with you sons of bitches <laughs> at the rink. At the rink. <laughs> it ain't like that. Hey. Oh, Kurt, it's on you. Oh, yeah. I see, I, that. see, I know you asked me that question because of my marital past, but yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, no, I think, I think marriage is a good thing. I, I think it's important between two people. Um, I'm not going to go into, uh, yeah. you know, the, politically correct uh, <laughs> way of putting it because I think um, two people love each other you know that they should, should be entitled to marry each other um, I agree with Steph wholeheartedly in everything he said there um, as far as the why would Joe be in love with me uh, he wouldn't be because um, as soon as I saw him coming I'd be turning tail and running my ass the other direction <laughs> he might like a good chase yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the tiger chase I may be 52 but I'm pretty fast <laughs> I may be 52 but I'll beat your ass yeah. <laughs> and how about you Chris 
I think marriage is great. Uh, coming from the single guy who's never been married. Um, and why Joe would fall in love with me. I can drink him under the table. Oh, it's quite a talent. It is. And the final requirements before we submit our application here, you need to submit a full dress photo, a swimsuit photo, and a shirtless photo. <laughs> well, I think Steph's is tight enough. He doesn't have to do the shirt. <laughs> yeah, those are nipples. Yeah. Are you, did you get your nipples pierced? I was thinking about it. God, is it chilly in here or is it just me? Turn the air down. <laughs> I was in the pool. The pool oh, geez. Cold. I didn't what, realize. The second part to this thing? Uh, you guys can go on there and see who your competition is because <laughs> they literally have people who submitted the their applications oh on here. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Check out this guy with that cat. He's, a, he's, got, he's got duck face going on. It's a grinder <laughs> He page. wants it. it Not that I've ever seen one before. <laughs> um, I believe that person's from Grand Rapids or used to be. Is that a girl or a guy on the right there? Oh, my gosh. Scroll back oh, up. Peter T. That one. He looks like he's like 15. Uh, Joe likes him young, so yeah, there you go. Yeah, I guess you're right. He likes him young and straight. I would wow. say Jeremy has that <laughs> straight bro vibe going. Yeah. A little bit. <laughs> oh, look at that oh, one. Oh, oh, Brett, you got some competition. <laughs> Dude, that mullet is amazing. Way to go, Tommy. <laughs> Vanilla uh, Ice 20. Wearing, this guy's wearing a shirt that says Vanilla Ice 20. <laughs> All right. Actually, that's an... Oh, there's an X page, but that's no, enough for now. Skip that. I've yeah. had enough. It's yeah. time, I think it's time to move forward from yeah. Yeah. the that's... Tiger King, Joe Exotic. Speaking about exotic guys. Best part, guys. Stripes. <laughs> Let's talk about Kurt Romero, one of Grand Rapids' finest officials. <clears throat> I don't know about finest. I know. He's sitting right here. He certainly is the best looking, though. He is the best looking one. <sighs> you know... We're just going to start this right off. I want to get this out of the way. Kurt, you and I did not get along when we first met, did we? What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? I, I felt like we yelled at each other a lot. That's 20 years ago now. You just didn't see eye to eye, and, and I had to bring you around over the years. <laughs> oh, it's been a lot of years, though, hasn't it? Oh, yeah. It, yeah. As a matter of fact... Uh, we were just talking about that before the show. It's it's just been twenty years. Uh huh. Maybe more than that, but I I moved here in '96 and I met you shortly. Yeah, hey, I started after skating that. in about 2001. Yeah, and I was at that time I was uh, I was coaching out at South Christian, so I was at Patterson Ice Arena. Well, I was out at Southside Ice Arena. That's where our home rink was, and I was doing a lot of games at Patterson. Um, but yeah, it's been a long time. It has been. You know what? I've loved it. I've loved getting to know you over the years. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, I do, I feel like I didn't get along with a lot of you guys. I had a, kind of a big mouth, you know, and I said no. a lot of dumb things. No. You know, I'm owning it. I'm owning it. Never heard you say a dumb thing, thing, ever. Nothing dumb. No. But you know, you, you know what, though? Over all the years, start sharing pops, and, you know, little things become little, and life, we change, we grow. And, man, I... I'm honored to have you a part of my tournaments and gotten to know you over the years. Seriously, we, you and I have had a lot of good heart to hearts, and I appreciate the time, man. Yeah, I really we do. Yeah, we have. That's what. That's one of my favorite things. Uh, 
you know, I was telling Nicole when I, my girlfriend Nicole, when I, um, when I, we saw you guys, saw you at the Griffins game a couple times and uh, introduced you. I was telling her, you know, I mean, over the years, you're, you've become one of my favorite people to, uh, to talk to as far as, I mean, you have such a good philosophical way of thinking about things. You know what I mean? Outside the box, always positive, always happy, you know, always a smile on your face. And I, you Maybe know, I, I love that about you. <laughs> well put. No, yeah. seriously, I appreciate that. Now, you, so. you, you've been, you, you've been roughing, you know, um, for quite some time now. 36 years. 36 years. Mm-hmm. But who's counting? Yeah, but who's counting? No. I want to hear about your worst game that you've ever had to deal with ever that i've ever had to deal with players players coaches whatever it was what's the biggest grenade you have ever had put on your plate as an official Um, like you're like oh boy this one's gonna get out there no i mean the worst game that i've ever had Bell lap uh, over thirty five, no, probably no, two thousand eight. Honestly, it was, honestly, it was a junior varsity game. It was a junior. It was a junior varsity game, um, and for not the reasons that you're thinking of, um, I had some issues. Jenison had a new program, okay. um, so most of the coaches and the players there had not been playing hockey very long. Um, and as you know, over the years, a lot of guys that have not played a long time or yep. didn't start playing when they were younger, they're a little um, not quite as in tune with the rules and how things go and how the game is called and mm-hmm. how the game is played and, and all that. And, and there was a particular coach that was a JV coach, and I I had one of their I don't know, playoff games. It was like the JV playoffs or whatever at the end of the year. And um, just an unfortunate situation where the coach made a decision that if I was roughing that he was not going to put his team on the ice. Um, Okay, forfeit. (laughs) Well, it's not as simple as that. Can they do that? It's not as simple as that, and that's why it was a very unfortunate situation because of the fact that by not doing so, he as a coach put himself in a position where he ended up incurring a match uh, or a um, match penalty. No, a gross misconduct penalty. Oh, really? Um, uh, which led to him having to have a hearing before the before the board. Right. Uh, which led to his being suspended from coaching for a year. Um, it was an unfortunate situation. It was a situation that was. So you're telling me the worst game that you ever had never even really happened yeah right never even happened that's a shame did you like explain what could happen if he followed through on that or was he he just he did follow through he did but i mean like hey leading up to the game where you're like hey if you forfeit this game or whatever you're gonna get a penalty yeah that you're you're gonna gonna get a penalty and that he was potentially go to the board and all that he was told and as a matter of fact when it started to happen, because like this had, this was kind of like uh, the sem- or the semifinals or quarterfinals of this tournament, so this was like the second or third time that I had had. Oh shoot! You're you're in a tournament. Yeah, it was oh, it was man. a junior varsity tournament here in Grand Rapids. Yeah. This was way back in like 2002 or 2003. You, you took a nap. Yeah. Oh, and, you did um, say a tournament. Yeah. Oh, my bad. Sorry, yeah, sorry, and, listeners. And so anyway, there. when he came out and he said, "I'm I'm not." 
allowing my team out. I'm not putting my team on the ice if you're officiating. And I explained to him at that point that if he didn't, if he, if the team did not come on the ice to play, that I would have to follow procedure, which is after two minutes you give a two minute minor. After uh, it just five, escalates. Yeah, after five more minutes you go to the locker room. You tell them they need to put a team on the ice, or it, they'll be assessed. A, the coach will be assessed a gross misconduct penalty, and. And I told him everything that would go into that, and he said he didn't care. So that's unfortunate for the kids. Yeah, it's unfortunate for the kids, and it was made worse by the fact that um, uh, my referee in chief um, had me come with him to sit for the hearing. Um, And during the hearing, there was a lot of things that were said, you know, about me um, that were uh, that were totally absurd. Things that I that I supposedly had said to players on the ice. Um, I mean, you've known me for twenty years, yes. Brent, out on the ice. I mean, you guys chirp me. I'll chirp we you guys not, back. We do not chirp you. We yes. do absolute hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and for the most part, you know, I chirp you guys back. I've never ever in my life at any level, whether it be adult men's league or kids, got personal. And some of the things that were said at that hearing that supposedly I said, um, which was why he was giving for a reason for not putting the team out there. Um, when you get into a hearing like that, like I felt like somebody who was getting bombarded with all these accusations and I never, ever got to say anything. Right, defend yourself. Yeah, and I, I was never given the opportunity to say anything because, like I said, m- most of what was said was just totally preposterous. Well, I, I can create, a, you know, give you a testament to your character. You and I refereed together mm-hmm. when I was a youth all the way up to through varsity hockey. Yeah, you were you, terrible. You're right. No, I'm just kidding. Still, I'm, still kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. But, so, was so we stripes were, as tight as that shirt? <laughs> so we were partners refereeing and you know, his pants were. <laughs> And you, you, you also refereed a lot of my games. Oh yeah, uh, through youth and high school. Yeah, Northview. We played against each other at, while you were coaching, and then you've refed and all of that. And now I'm an adult, and you've refed. You know, I get a, a sense of relief when I step out and you're on the ice. It's like, all right, cool. We're gonna have a good tight game call or good game called, and a whole lot of faith is put in into that based on your character and the way that you call a game. So for somebody to have that perception of you is like you said, completely absurd. I can't imagine how anybody can't look at you and smile and be like, all right, we're in good hands here. You know, I'm not going to lie. I I know that I've given you hell. I know I have. I mean, I can't sit here across the table and say that I've, I've been an angel. You know, and I don't think there's ever been a time, though, that you've lost your cool with me. You, you, you've had to escort me a few times in my early years of the box. <laughs> and as I got older, I kind of got the head start going. You didn't have to escort me. You know, it's kind of like, and, you know I, I, I will say uh, if I'm giving you grief, it's usually from the bench now having fun. Yeah. But uh, going to the box, I usually say, yep, you got me. You know, I don't argue. It's not, it's not worth it. It's not going to change anything. No. I, I think that's one of the weirdest things that a lot of people need to um, 
if I'm going to be pissed, I'm going to be maybe pissed at the guy that did something or I retaliated. He got me to the point being that way. But very rarely, uh, you know, it, it's the official's fault. Do, the, do you guys miss calls? Yeah, just as much as we, we, we pulled stupid shit behind the play. Or we so, missed shots on that. Yeah, yeah. or missed shots on that. Yeah. So you can't sit there and, and point a finger when you miss the net or you, you – you get caught doing something dumb, you know. It's it's part of the game. I'm really know? surprised that that happened to you, Kurt. I mean, yeah, that that's crazy. See, it's the only time in my in 36 years is the only time something like that has ever happened. And the guy sounds like a real asshole. I was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good thing he doesn't doesn't sound like he's local either. <laughs> I was mortified. I was. Oh, sorry if that's you. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> We've lost four listeners out of five. Oh, and that, you know, so that's your, that's your, that's clearly you just said um, your worst experience. I, I, what is your best experience? And I'm gonna blindside you here in a minute with something, but I really kind of uh, been kind of thinking about something, knowing that you're gonna be out here today. I want some perspective, but I want to know your best experience um, that maybe you've had, like that one moment that just said, "Man, it's all worth it." Oh, jeez. Um, well, uh, this is this is kind of going to be a long answer here, I guess, um, because <clears throat> the reason I started refereeing is because I my knees got to the point I couldn't really play anymore. Um, I mean, I was goalie my whole life, uh, and oh, and after you need to stop the show. He said he was a goalie and now a ref. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, I got lots of screws loose, <laughs> but. Um, I, I I don't know the thing that's made me the, uh, that's a tough question I, I guess there's one moment that stands out um, my dad got me into refereeing I was 16 years old he had refed his whole life uh, played hockey he was a defenseman um, and he passed away uh, it's been seven years now, I believe, and in in, in October it'll be seven years, either seven or eight years. And uh, he was a big part of my hockey background, you know, everything. The coaching that I've done, the refereeing that I've done, my playing life. Um, and I, I know this isn't so much on me as a referee, but... Um, it made me really proud um, the year after he died um, it was like junior varsity playoffs uh, for JV and I was doing a game out at uh, out at Cedar Rock and it was um, it was Rockford versus Alpena my my hometown okay. where I'm from and and I did that game and it was really weird because like all those kids that played on that team, like I, their parents up in the stands were all people that I went to high school with. Right. It was, oh, wow. it was, it was really super weird. Um, but the game ended and they were going through the handshake line. Alpina lost, I, I think it was five, four, or five, three. And um, every single kid on that Alpina team came through the line um, and they turned and they came to me. And every single one of them um, t said, you know, uh, we're sorry about your dad. You're, um, 
your dad, you know, refereed us when we were kids. Uh, he coached us in peewees. My dad coached peewees for years and years, but he like coached almost every single one of them kids. They all knew him. And I kind of thought, you know, if, if my dad touched this many people doing what he did, and I can do the same thing here, yeah, you know, absolutely. and, and wow. I must be touching people the same way. I hope that I am anyway. Yeah, so, I, I, I think so. I definitely do think so. It's, yeah. um, with, with you saying that, as you're telling that story, I, I know I could hear it in your voice, and I think that's amazing. You know, I, some people have talked to me about my dad. You know, my dad's still still here with us, you know, and, and I get choked up too. Um, but the, the when your dad... Uh, just prior to your dad passing away, I think one of my most memorable moments with you that does stick with me is when you got to skate with them that last time. Oh yeah, yeah. He had he had that that one skate, and I I just remember you posting all those pictures, and and, yeah. you, and you could see it you can see it in all your faces. You knew it was the last time, but it was like it was magic though. It was it was uh, it, seriously it was awesome to see everybody together getting that skate in. Yeah, yeah. For, sharing that moment. For some perspective, it was um, my my dad was 65, and he got diagnosed with pancreatic cancer on it was July 30th, I want to say, and and he literally died October 10th. Um, but that although that that game that we played was kind of staged or whatever two weeks after his diagnosis okay. which is why in the pictures he's so yellow because he had jaundice really right. bad and um but myself my sister and my brother nathan uh, all of us kids played in that game and it was you know it was a way to let him watch us play and be together for one one last time no, that's wow i, I do yeah. I, re I remember and i know I'm, Oops. Oh. <laughs> do, I, do I bring the, mo the mic to my mouth or my mouth to the mic? Um, Works better if you go to the mic, Brent. <laughs> I, I just, uh, uh, I do, I know how much that meant to you. Uh, it's, and that's, it's the little things like that, though, that I, a lot of people take for granted. And, you know, I was going to throw you under the bus, and then you just kind of surprised me. Because when I, when I uh, started all this stuff a long time ago um, with the tournaments, um, you were there at the beginning, and Dave Rue, yeah. um, and I, I, you know what I was kind of bringing up, because uh, I've had some conversations with uh, people over the last few years, whether it was uh, Dave Rue, Joel Potter, um, you know Stacko, some you know some of the guys that have been around. Headkey. You know, head, no, Headkey. Headkey's Headkey's is still in the middle of his career. Sorry, Steve. <laughs> We're down to zero followers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm just saying, like, uh, you guys are kind of the godfathers, uh, to be honest. When, when you, if you look at the refing uh, here in Grand Rapids, and I'm sure I'm, I'm not trying to miss names on purpose. Yeah, it's don't just, forget Walt Clark. Yeah, Walt. Um, yeah, you're going to throw me I, under the bus. I, I am terrible with names. When I, I'll try to remember as many as I can. Um, but... Uh, you guys, um, as officials, though, when I got started, hey, I can't believe that you said you were going to do it, um, <laughs> to be honest with you, because it's like, this, this guy's going to run a shit show. You got a soccer player yeah, running soccer. a hockey tournament? <laughs> what the hell are we doing here? Um, but you guys really uh, set the stage um, for me to be successful. Um, you guys 
do do we have problems? Absolutely. You know, you're not going to get out of a weekend clean. If you do, then it's been a, it's a real good weekend. But things happen. And without, and that's just, I'm sorry to interrupt. Nope. But without referees, you don't you have, don't have a tournament. You so. you 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 guys have nonstop for now. Next year will be 18 years, given up your weekends during the summer to make my tournament successful. And I don't think a lot of people realize that. They think that, you know, hey, we're going to go out and we're going to have a few pops. We're going to grill out and play hockey. They forget about the people that are working on the backside of it. The scorekeeper. And, and the scorekeepers. Yeah, like, you know, anybody working the table. Absolutely. And I think I, that's one thing that I wanted to kind of highlight here today, um, that um, you guys, seriously, thank you. You guys give up, some, you give up your, your nights. Every single, you know, yeah, for men's leagues, men's so league. that you can make fifty bucks and get bitched at all yeah. night long. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I picture Lord of the Flies if you <laughs> didn't have refs. Uh, well, wait, hold on a second, hold on. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta pull a time out. Okay, you can I, jump in I, because. Uh, let me just say that people like me, we don't hang around if there's no, if there's, if there aren't any positives in the situation. Okay. Um, one of the things that I've I've always believed as a referee, and especially doing men's league the way that I have over however many years it's been here in Grand Rapids, um, is I pretty much do the same rinks, the same men's leagues. Um, and the reason that I do that is because I've had the ability to get to know all, most of the guys that play in those leagues. And, and Steph, you know... Um, and Brent, you can say this, you, you know, also that when there's, when something's going on, if I miss a call or if I make a call you don't like, I'm never shut up and get in the box. I'll be the first person to explain what my perspective was, what I saw. If I missed a call, hey, I'm sorry, I was, Part of the game? I got turned around here or a guy ran into me or I was ducking because the puck was coming at my head. I didn't see it. Mm -hmm. If I didn't see it, I can't call it. And I've, I've never gone on the ice with the mindset that I'm the authority out here and you are just the peasants mm. to, to play the game. That's well, not, that, well is, that has never been my attitude. I agree with that. My yeah. attitude has always been, look, these guys are here to have a good time. My job is to try to make it as good a time as I can and keep the game fair. Within the rule. Yeah, I have, I have no, nothing to gain. You know, anybody who would ever say that any referee that I know anyway that doesn't like me or doesn't, you know, is out to screw us all that. No, we don't have we don't have any any um, money or any skin in the game. <laughs> no. We're just there to do our job. So you're able to, to shut you, it off. Stuff, I got to cut you off. Are you, telling, <laughs> are you telling me we're not on FanDuel for three, five? No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Well, the payout wasn't enough. Actually, <laughs> I was wondering. I was wondering if there's a little bit of onus on somebody that um, that you have to deal with them. You know, every you say say oh, you're at risk sure and you're there list. every Tuesday night refereeing, yeah. and you got one guy that just can't get off your ass, or he's constantly doing something. Are you able to shut that down after the game's over with? See him the following week and have a clean slate is that mm -hmm. kind of what you're getting at where 
Yeah, uh, absolutely. You have a, you have a fresh start here. Absolutely, and it I, only takes a second for him to get have, right back in the bad side. I have lots of those. Yeah. I have lot. There, are, you know what? You know the whole uh, was it Tim Peel the open mic. Oh thing, yeah, yes, saying? it was Peel. Yeah. Okay, you know, okay. So he got caught saying something he shouldn't have said. That happens. Yeah. Okay. When you walk out on the ice every game when you do as many of the same players, the same leagues every single week, you know, you know who you might have a problem with. That doesn't mean you're it's, going to have a problem. It's always sure. easier to yell at mom and dad when, you know, cause you know them the most yeah. than your uncle. Yeah. You, right. You yeah. Know? And if you see the same officials over and over again, you get comfortable and complacent right. like a family. Yeah. But the thing is, as an official, it's like, I know who, that, all that means, stuff is that I know who I need to watch because I know what they m- might do, and and in the the best the in the best no the, no the best way no listen the best way around it is is not to watch out for them and call penalties. That's not that's not what it is. It's watching so when you see something that might lead to something that you can intercept it and say, Hey, 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 keep the stick down. Steve. No, 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 no. Don't start. Don't start. Don't start. Don't make me do that. You know what I'm saying? Don't make me give you a penalty. Exactly. You know what? You you bring up a great point. You know, I'm just going to kind of highlight a few guys that I've uh, officials that I've been around that do a really good job of, uh, you know, I'll say it like this because we're on other sides of the fence barking at me. Mm-hmm. But like they bark to let you know, hey, they're seeing it, and they're kind of giving you that window to make it right, or it's gonna escalate. Like Jesse Smith, Hedke, you, <laughs> yeah. uh, I got uh, eyes on you. I got, I'm hey, watching no, you. No, stop, stop. But you yeah. know what? They're they're acknowledging what's happening, and they're kind of go, hey, you both, you knuckleheads. I mean, it, if you stop now, we're just going to let the game keep going. If not, you know where this is going. It's going to be a, a I would penalty box some, parade. Yeah, I'd rather have somebody, uh, you know, kind of kind of let us play, if you will, and, and, you know, say, all right, you guys good? You good? All right, tip for tap, move on, you know, uh, versus, uh, like you said, uh, having a parade to the it's box. It's much easier than having to, oh, I you called know. one here. I got to be looking for one in this one, you know, and you don't get a lot of that with men's league, no. but I'm sure high school hockey or, or, or college level hockey, you got that in the back of your mind that you called one on one, and you're worried a little bit that you know it's a one one game, and if you don't call it even, and then you get down to the last couple of minutes in the game, like gosh, I don't want to, I don't want to make a call here, but sometimes you have to call those when they're egregious, and we're not talking a, a little yeah. a little two hander on the wrist or something, we're talking somebody just cross check to the back of the neck. It's like you know I don't want to have to call it, but damn it, you. You did it, and now I gotta take you to jail. <laughs> I, you know, I in saying that I, I've, I've never in my whole life counted penalties ever, ever. And you know, sometimes you sit down at the end of the game, you look at the score sheet, and it's it's funny thing because when you do that at the end of the game, a lot of times, when, especially with. Um, like USA hockey games or whatever, or yeah. high school, you have to sign the score sheet at the end and oh, check out the boxes days. and all that stuff. Yep. And it's funny that even when you don't, you, you know, you, you're not counting penalties. I, I I can tell you the God's honest truth is half the time at the end of the game, I don't even know what the score was. 
you know who, who you know what what was the final i mean i might know who yeah. won it right obviously because one team celebrates and the, the other, other team doesn't waiting to, but, to shake hands yeah what was the what was the final score i didn't even you know see i, I hear you there because yeah. i was always that way too when when i repped and i didn't even realize right i never counted penalties or this or that i just didn't want to have to make a crucial call in the last seconds of a game that was tight egregious you got it you got to do your job yeah you do and i was a kid back then now i'm an adult to be different you don't want to make it lopsided at the end i get it but you know what as players a you know you did it and as a teammate to somebody and you watch it he's like yeah (laughs) yep Mm -hmm. (laughs) steve just put us down Take it all out on the ref, and Steve's in the box. You know. Well, that's the silly thing is to take it out on the ref, Romero. You you put me in the box, and we're friends. Yeah. You know, you make a call. I don't give you any any guff or grief over it. You just look. You guys, you got me. You guys have known me long enough to know. There's a lot of different referees, and they all call the game a little bit different. Oh, they're they're all different. Very true. And I am old school <laughs> okay after 36 years i call the game <laughs> the way my dad taught me the way guys like terry donnelly and roy Nowak and all these guys from alpina taught me it, it is you let them play and you only call something when you have to and and that goes back to like what you were talking about brent the game can be a little bit chippier it can be a little bit physical and as long as it's tit for tat play on and yeah. especially if it's away from the puck, play on. I I, I know that um, if USA Hockey was listening to this they to just, this podcast, yeah, <laughs> they're losing their shit right now because <laughs> Rube lines over yeah. here rolling over. And exactly because I'm I'm gonna tell you that that I'm old school. I look for particular things. Number one being the egregious thing that you, like you could call from the parking lot. Everybody in the whole building saw it. Yeah. And then when after that, it comes down to did it take away a scoring opportunity or did it present the team that committed it with a scoring opportunity? And you got to Wilson. Aside from that, yeah. play. Just play. Hell. Let's play. You know what What? what, what I've noticed over, over all this time too is – you know, when I first got into, I started playing. When I first started playing, I was playing up in Muskegon, and I'm not gonna lie, that's a lumberjack league. Mm-hmm. It was. I mean, it was a lot more physical in, in uh, the early 2000s. Well, they don't call them the lumberjacks for nothing. Yeah, it was. They're it out was, there chopping wood. It was way more physical than then I come down to Grand Rapids, and I felt like, oh my God, this is hands off league. Yeah. You know, and, <laughs> and it, it, it's. I haven't played in Muskegon in quite some times, but Grand Rapids is. You know, getting a little bit tougher now too. It's like, you know, people are being a little more physical. Yeah, we're but, getting that Alpina grit that's bringing yeah, its way down. But, but the one thing that I'm noticing is, is this, uh, the newer, younger players is, is you know, you slap them on the wrist and they want a 10 minute misconduct. And whereas the old school guy, the guy, he gives him a cross check to the back of the head and he's just, he's like, you're gonna give him two at least for roughing, you know, <laughs> or just let us play because I'm gonna get him back here in a minute. Okay. Yeah, and, uh, I, I, um, you know, you saying that I, I ref a, a lot of games up in Muskegon, and they specifically tell us up there when we do the leagues that don't call all the hooking and the holding and stuff. Yeah. Let us do a little bit of that. We want it. Play. We want it in our game. It's hockey. Yeah, we don't want all the ticky tack stuff called. I think that's fine as long as it's going both ways. I think all of that, those little things, yeah. a little hold here, a little grab there. 
we're not talking about hauling a guy down right. on a breakaway. Right, right. You know, right. And, and somebody steps on somebody's stick and they trip. You got to call those. Although the the big bitch is always, well, he stepped on my stick. And it's like, well, I'm yeah. sorry. He fell. You know, it's I, a trip, whether you like it or not, unfortunately. Right. I think, I'm, you know, I will say I, I was happier to start off in Muskegon because I was getting knocked around, pushed around pinched in the corners and all that kind of stuff. It kind of helped me learn how to skate because you're trying to get out of the way of that stuff and you know somebody, when he shoves you and stuff, you got to get your legs underneath you. And yeah. then come down to Grand Rapids, you get a little bit more space. I felt like that suit. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have seen me playing. Yeah, Pushing 50. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> something like that. Definitely something like that. But we got to... We got to get moving on because our uh, our battery our dollar store battery level is down to one bar now. Why did you have to call me out like that? We are at <laughs> an hour on the show, so I but, did uh, want to uh, mention one last thing, guys. You are in competition with 180 other gentlemen <laughs> for <laughs> Joe Exotic's affection. Uh, the callback, the callback, <laughs> love it. So, just um, wanted to throw be, that out before there. Before Stefan jumps into it, though, now Kurt, thank you very much for stepping on the show tonight. Uh, we'll yeah. definitely have to do this again. You know, get a little bit more information and and uh, topics and stories out of you. I really appreciate everything you've done here in West Michigan. Uh, like I, like I said, uh, we're kind of the old school boys now, you know, and I appreciate you guiding me through somebody that runs tournaments and stuff like that and, and being there and having my back. And I, I appreciate it a lot. Thank yeah, you. I appreciate you having yeah, It's very much uh, like it. our local level of having Frazier on to uh, <laughs> talk, you know, get the referee's perspective. So I, could, I couldn't highlight a better guy for that than guys like, well, you specifically, obviously, Romero is a staple in the Grand Rapids hockey community. <laughs> but you have, you know, I mean, like we listed off a bunch of names earlier, you know, Potter, Walt Clark, you know, all these guys. Rooster. Definitely Dave Rue, good, good grief, um, that have really, you know. It's, Paved the way. There, there's three teams out there on the ice, but there's no reason that all three teams can't get in the same groove with each other and understand. And the person, the, you know, personally, the friendships that are made off the ice, we know that when we hang up our gear and we take that shower after a skate, we can have a pop in the parking lot. Oh yeah. And, and be friends. That's you know? the best part. Even if we play against each other, you know, whatever it is, it's all in good fun. So I, uh, you know, a testament to what Brent says, you yeah, know, we absolutely. really appreciate what you do for the community, uh, though you're getting paid to do so. Uh, it's still, <laughs> he doesn't have to do it. You don't. Yeah, exactly. I'd greatly pay. You know, I, well, I do pay him. Right. I do pay him to you be a part him. of it. Yeah. Cause you know what? <laughs> Thanks for being a part of the show. Yeah, it'd be, it'd, <laughs> without those guys, it never happens. This is just true. Yeah. So. I'd like to add, you seem pretty cool. First time we met. So <laughs> he's all right for an old dog. I, I feel like I have to throw something onto this love fest. So, <laughs> Well, what do we have here for rapid things? So, about? yeah, we're, we're just, you know, I mean, hey, we like to get into the meat and potatoes of the hockey talk. We touched on a lot of that. Uh, the Stanley Cup is getting beat up and banged up. We thought it was going to get drowned in the, in, uh, the Bay Area it was of Tampa. was a hat there for a while, too. My, no, that was the Con Smythe. Oh, the Con Smythe. Oh, so they're fucking up both of them. Did you guys see, did you guys see that meme where... It, <laughs> we're standing in a suit next to the cup <laughs> and then he goes i can't remember what it said now but he's got he's wearing the damn thing over his head <laughs> he looks like uh what was that group with the 
Like marshmallow. Me, oh, or, me during the work week yeah. and then me on the weekends. <laughs> yeah, Devo or the. Yeah, me, me during work and me on the week. That's what it was. Or uh, who, who's the the duo that just broke up? That um, dog on it. They wore the space helmets. And Devo? No, no, that was after Devo. Just whip I, it. Yeah, yeah, whip it good. Never mind. I can't. Okay. Uh, obviously, Anyways, nobody cares. So the cup's getting beat up. Have fun with it. I guess it's on its way. Somehow it's making its way to Montreal <laughs> for Goudreau, repair. Montreal bringing it up there? <laughs> I, th- I think he is shipping it up there. He's got it in the bed of his truck. He's running it up there. And then, uh, so we want to talk a, a little bit about uh, some prep work that's going on at the FTK rink yeah. for uh, Deeks and Dangles. So as our listeners know, or maybe you don't know, um, this is the time of year where things are changed around. Um some grounds being moved, we're changing things up, um, you, you know, new patio space, et cetera, et cetera, yeah. whatever. Uh, maintenance things need to be done prior to throwing some ice in have been done. So, uh, Brent, can you highlight a little bit of yeah, that we for just, us? Yeah, right now we got, you know, the weed whacking and mowing and cleaning and knocking everything down out there. Uh, we're, we're probably going to be making a few posts, a few requests out there. We need to drop some glass in to get the uh, other side of the rink all set up. Um, we are going to be setting up uh, different uh, walkways and trying to work on that stuff. So if you guys see any messages that we're posting, you know, we would really appreciate a little bit of help. If you're able to do it, you know, we'll have a few pops and and uh, get through a, a busy day. I've been out there the last two days with uh, Nate, um, heading back out there tomorrow. With You know, we know you get this on Monday, so it'll be Friday that I'll be out there. And, um, yeah, we have cleaned up a ton already, and it's – I, I can't, you know, it's just weird sitting here mid-July thinking, well, this, I have to have this done for, no, you know, mid-November, you know, and that's where my brain's at right now. And, and you're already behind schedule on what you think it can get done and uh, not, who you could get in. Not, not yet. yet. Not, yet, not, not yet, but it, it not, will be it, there. It'll be there, yeah. Yep. As soon as Doc gets back from St. Louis, we'll be behind. I remember <laughs> it getting pretty cold and you and I rolling out some, some rug and yep. things like that, getting things stapled down and... And kind of touching up some things uh, after, you know, right before things got going. So we'll give a little updates here, maybe weekly. But, uh, yeah, it's exciting to get that kind of going on, you know, getting ready for the uh, pond hockey scene. Got some, like I said, some new ideas. And a lot of people have been hitting me up already about ice rentals. Uh, we, ain't, we are not even going to entertain that until September, you know. And then once we get to that point, then by all means, you know, we'll set up some rental schedules and you guys can start renting the ice and bulk rentals and stuff like that. But let's get through hockey, hold them in August, and let us get the rink set and get a plan going. So, you know, yeah. one thing at a time, people. Yeah, yeah. You know? it's, a, it's, it's like, love. You, like you said, it is crazy. We're mid-July thinking about it, but you, you, you got to get up early to go goose hunting. Yeah, I, I heard today I got – I actually had three messages today, people asking me about the pond hockey leagues. You know, so uh, Hell, we haven't even gotten through hockey holdem yet. Calm down. I know. Pump the brakes, Ace. Er, er, er. So, other than that, you know, yeah. I'm just going to so, do. So, in more uh, local hockey news, um, Walker Ice and Fitness received the first um, electric Zamboni uh, in West Michigan. And I have seen that that puppy run around the ice. You've seen it? I've Is it seen a Tesla? It. Does it uh, you know, I don't like know the kitten. I'm not sure. It it does. Um, you really can hear the auger on this one. Not that propane really makes a whole lot of noise, but uh, it, it buzzes around out there. They said 
in their Facebook post that it was going to provide even better ice. I'm not sure if electric power is better than propane or not, but hey, who am I? Well, you know what? The heat off an engine could change things a little bit. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. think it makes a difference. No. We'll I, don't, I don't see it. I'm gonna, you difference. know what? It's I'm, new. It's clean and green. And, and the machine is green and white. So <laughs> the, the bottom line is the quality of the ice is all in relation to how sharp the blade is, how much water it's putting down as it's moving. It purrs it's driving it or not. Yeah. yeah. Is it cold out or is it humid? Yeah. It's, it's... I'm skating out there next weekend uh, for the Walker Cup. Yep, that was the next point. That was, yeah. yeah. And, yep. and I'm gonna, I'll give you guys a full recap on that, Samboni. Maybe I'll try to get some pictures and maybe someday update the website. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm there every Wednesday night coaching uh, Kaysen's, uh learn to learn to play group. We've got 20 kids out there. Really? Um, yeah. Is Kazi yeah. out there? I know how much you like him skating so, around. So Kazi has not been able to because Pete's been giving him all the early games oh. on Wednesday nights. But uh, I've had to get Jack ready for hockey, you know. So I'm like, Kason, you get a skate. Jack, you get a skate. Kason, you get a skate. Oh, yeah. So, so you get a shin guard. You, 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 know? you and Jackson are such good buddies now that you get to shorten his name up. Yeah, yeah, we're we're tight like that. Yep. <laughs> yep. Jack Bauer, as I like to call him. Did you retire the coaching jeans? Or are yes, you still rocking? Yes, those? I I have retired the coaching jeans. Everybody's giving me enough shit about being out there wearing jeans. You were wearing jeans on the ice. <laughs> well, I, I just didn't want to change my clothes. You know, just show up, throw skates on, go out there and skate See, around. Even Kurt gets it. He got so excited though when they just happened to call out that they needed help that he just rushed out there and he was no. like, I, "I'm here, I'm here, I'm here." Well, they, they they didn't call out. I asked Mike if he needed any assistance and oh, so you as a good fellow he is, he doesn't turn anybody down. So I'm like, well, at one point in time we had ten coach or eight eight coaches out there for the first one. I'm like, hey, do you, eight coaches? Were you just kids. being nice? <laughs> <laughs> like I don't need to be out here, but I figure if I'm coming to the rink, I might just as well get a little skate on with the kids and stuff so yeah uh wednesday nights i'm out there um kids are shaping up well we worked on some shooting and all that good stuff so nice yeah let, you'll have to let us know how walker cup goes i'm excited to be a part of that you know uh, john purse helps me out a lot with my tournaments and it's uh it's fun to go out there and support him too i mean yeah. uh, we just go out there and i I'm, i have a good time out there i i really do it's a good atmosphere, and what I like most about it is, is Purs does kind of hook me up on house teams, which I know a lot of people hate them, but I, I love it. I love it. It's an opportunity to meet new people. It's a little bit like Hold'em. Yeah, it's the community just keeps getting bigger every time. You know, you you meet new people, you have a good time, share a few pops, go out for dinner, and you just make new friends. It's it's awesome. Yeah, and I played in this tournament too. He puts on a good show. That's right. We played together that yeah. one time. Yeah, we yeah 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 that we did. You did that try to fun. kiss me. I had pictures of that. I did. Yeah. Um, like, Tiger King. Tiger King. Uh, <laughs> Bach, Bachelor King. <laughs> All right. So in closing, you can link up to our bios, see who our upcoming guests are, find the hottest in hockey news, and much, much more at JustChirpin.com. Listen to us on all of your favorite podcast platforms as well as YouTube and our website. Give us a thumbs up, send us a message or a comment on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and check out the contact link at JustChirpin.com. Thank you for listening. We'll see you at the rink. Say nudes. Make good choices, everybody. <laughs> to the show. It's called Trippin', yeah? And Trippin's what we do. And if you play a little bit of hockey, then I'm sure you'd be trippin' too. So I started this show with my good friend, 
eh? My crazy-ass cousin. So get on this mic and we'll trip all night. Cuz we're tripping to you. So pull up a chair and grab a brew and listen to Trippin', Trippin', yeah, I'm talking about that nerd nine Trippin', you know I got that dumb Trippin', yeah, I'm talking about the nerd nine Trippin', got that dumb bang Trippin', yeah, yeah, What in the hell are you doing? Give me that guitar right now, you're done. Ah, go back to the pond. I'll go f*** yourself, buddy. I've heard better chirps out of a dead bird. F*** you. F*** you. And Hank Williams Sr., you are not.